0: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, welcome to the 73rd bi weekly Flophouse Mini. Hello, everyone. This is the Flop House Mini, a celebration of film, fun, and whatever we happen to want to talk about at the moment. Normally on this podcast, we watch a bad movie, but tonight we're bringing you all the glitz and glamour of the Academy Awards. I'm your host for this evening, Elliot Kalin, and joining me are my co-hosts...
1: Uh, Dan McCoy. Sorry, I was looking to make sure that it was, in fact, the 73rd as advertised. <laughs> uh... Okay, I'm
0: Stuart Wellington. I appreciate, Dan, your lack of faith in me <laughs> that I wouldn't look up the number well, on the website. I didn't website. know whether
1: it was some kind of joke I didn't quite understand or whether it was accurate, and I was just Nearly an yeah. accurate
0: number. Well, thank you both for joining me today on this a celebration of the Academy Awards. You know, the hmm. Academy Award nominations were just announced, and all of uh-huh. Hollywood is aflutter over who will take home best picture. Will it be the surreal family comedy of everything everywhere all at once? Uh-huh. The masochistic mind trip of tar or such original visions as the top gun sequel the avatar (laughs) sequel or the remake of all quiet on the western front (laughs) looks Mm. like we've got a lot of big new ideas in hollywood these days this guy's not
1: pulling any punches
0: no every every oh you uh, just keep what listening as we go through the episode (laughs) every movie wants to win the academy award for best picture because mm-hmm. it instantly enshrines them in immortality. Just look at such film greats as Citizen Kane, Singing in the Rain, Strangers mm-hmm. on a Train, and, of yep. course, Being John Malkovich. Now, hold on. Wait a second. Dan, what's wrong with this picture? Uh, the titles I listed all have one thing in common. <laughs> that what is that thing? Didn't win the Best Picture Oscar? That's right. None of those iconic classic films won the Best Picture Oscar. The last three weren't even nominated because wow. we live in a nightmare world where singing in the rain is not nominated for Best Picture. It turns out you don't need to be Best Picture to be a great movie. And the fact is, a number of movies were named the Best Picture of the Year and then promptly forgotten, laid to rest in the tomb of the unknown Oscar winner, which you can visit <laughs> in beautiful Hollywood, California. So wait, this, oh, great. so this person
1: actually won an Oscar, but we don't know who they were. Or the, for movie. What. the
0: movie won the Oscar and then was promptly mm-hmm. deleted from the collective consciousness oh, okay. yeah, of I'm, the I'm world. Following. Now, now, yeah.
1: So we normally bury movies in tombs? And this is all-
0: <coughs> in this reality that I'm creating, yes, okay. movies are buried in tombs and they are not <laughs> identified. we are actually running out of unidentified <laughs> movies mean, thanks to DNA <laughs> technology.
2: <laughs> I mean, if they don't bury the mummy movies in a tomb, what the fuck are they even doing?
0: That's a very good, well, that's in the tomb of the known mummy movies, which everyone knows what's in there. It's written on the Cenotaph. Now, tonight we're going to play a little game called Name the Ten Most Forgettable Best Picture Winners. Now, I know that that title is is promising a bit much. Don't worry. It's purely for hyperbolic advertising purposes. These are just ten forgettable best picture winners, not necessarily the ten most forgettable, but for the purposes of this episode, they are the ten most forgettable best picture winners. So here's how it's going to work. Mm -hmm. I'm going to name the star of the movie and the genre. I'm going to name two stars. From each movie, in fact, and the genre. If you can't guess the Academy Award, I'll also give you the year of the movie. Oh, sorry, I'll give you the year the movie won best picture, and the director's name. And if you still can't guess it, and this is not a game where you are competing against each other, this is a cooperative game, you can work together. If you still can't guess it, then you lose your movie snob license and cannot mansplain anything movie-related to your significant other until Todd Field makes another movie, and he just made one. So we've got as long as possible to wait for the next one. It's going to be a good six or seven years, at least, on your hands. (laughs) So don't get these wrong, because you won't be able to movie-splain to anybody or mansplain to any movies. Now, Here's what else I'm going to say. I'm not saying these are necessarily bad movies. What a
1: segue. <laughs> these are not
0: necessarily Here's what bad movies. I will movies. also
1: say. <laughs>
2: Love it.
0: Now, I mean, it's okay to have a segue that's not like a clever segue. You can no, say, yeah, now right. another thing I'm going to tell you is, or I'm furthermore. Sure
2: mansplaining that one to the
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the questions wrong. I'm allowed to mansplain to you guys, my significant others. Now, I'm not going to say these are necessarily bad movies. Some of them are very good movies. They're merely movies that, despite Winning best picture have somewhat slid out of the minds of mainstream culture. Mm-hmm. You probably do remember these movies, but when you, when you think of the great Oscar winning movies, these might not be the movies that come to mind. When you think of the great films of cinema, uh-huh. they are almost certainly not the movies that come to mind. So they're not very uh, are,
2: we, are we're not like reinvigorating the Avatar has no cultural blueprint
0: or footprint uh, argument, right? We might have if Avatar had won Best Picture, but it didn't. Perhaps Way of Water will win Best Picture this year. It won't. Mm. But <laughs> if it did, I mean, here, it's not that these movies have no cultural footprint. It's that more that when you think of what are the great films, what are the great iconic films of history? Mad Max Fury Road. Well, yes, these are not the movies that come to mind. When These are not the movies that you see in montages of the most am- amazing iconic movies. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Casablanca, it won Best Picture. That's legitimately a movie that is enshrined iconically in people's minds. Uh, other movies like, uh, what other Best Pictures winners are? There? I mean, There's like, a couple
2: good ones recently. Moonlight and Parasite were both great. Yeah,
0: those are great movies. It's still a little soon to see if they were, as opposed to like Nomad Land, which won Best Picture the year before last, and I feel like has already been relatively forgotten <laughs> by humanity at large. Just, so, wait, does Casablanca
1: literally mean White House?
0: Yes, it does. That, and that's a and good that's, question, Dan. The, it's very germane to what we're talking about. The today. name <laughs> of the town is, is yes. White House.
1: No, it's just—it's just odd to think that like the city has the same name as the seat of government in our uh, country. That's all. Wow, never occurred Dan to me before. is
2: fucking blazed tonight. <laughs> Dan never
0: is in. full of hot takes, and that's Find good because Dan all about hot takes. <laughs> now, for instance, there's some movie. For instance, let's take it. Let's take a. For instance, Rocky won Best Picture. Do I think that was the best movie of that year? No, mm. but indisputably, it is an iconic movie with many mm-hmm. moments that live on in people's memory. True. Uh, as opposed to a movie like uh, Million Dollar Baby, a very good movie that I forgot existed until I started researching this episode, mm-hmm. even though I remember going to see it and liking it in the theaters. So, yeah. That's what we're talking about today. Now, again, I also want to say for the listeners at home, maybe these are some of your favorite movies. I don't know. It's possible I live in a bubble and everyone's always watching their DVD copies of Million Dollar Baby or Chicago (laughs) or whatever. But these are the movies where you're liable to not either have heard of them recently or to be like, oh, right, I forgot that one, Best Picture. So are you guys ready to test your best picture knowledge with some movies that you may have not thought about in a little while. I'm
1: raring to go. This is... Okay. Uh, I have
0: nothing else on my calendar tonight, so why <laughs>
1: That's yeah. great. You're free, Oddly, You're free tonight? This, this time period has been blocked off to talk to both of you guys, so it's convenient that you have a topic <laughs> for us.
0: <laughs> Excellent. That's great. Uh, now, for the listeners at home who can't see, I am wearing black tie. They can yeah. attest to this. Uh, and I'm a little disappointed that you guys didn't dress up for the occasion, but I'm, I also didn't tell you ahead of time yeah. what we were doing tonight, so that's why. Okay, now, for the beginning of the game, our first one. So this is a drama starring Dev Patel and Frida Pinto. Uh,
1: this is uh, this is your million-dollar baby is what this is.
0: No, incorrect. This is nope. not million-dollar oh, baby. Sorry, slumdog not, millionaire. Sorry, Slumdog millionaire. Yes, Stuart is right. I guess I it shows you just shit. how, how – Again, you're cooperating. It's not – there's no point. You know, but I'm, I'm sorry. I, I – I, 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 the it, word, shows millionaire, medical, it shows how forgettable dollar. the movie is that I mentioned another movie with million in the title. That's what
1: it was, and, and it, you incepted it into my sleeping yeah, mind, and exactly. I was like, I'm sorry. I, I exactly. apologize for that lapse. So Slumdog
0: Millionaire, what are your apologize go- to do you guys— Apologize to Danny Boyle. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly, and Loveline and Tandon, who's also uh, credited as co-director. Uh, I mean, so- I'm
1: not going to apologize to him for that movie. Like, if I had forgotten— <laughs> oh, okay. If I had gotten, like— I don't know. Sunshine, wrong, an underrated favorite of mine, Ooh. or uh, you know, one of his shallow grave, train spotting, early classics. Uh. Yeah. but
0: well, well, again, just so when you think Danny Boyle, you aren't like, oh yeah, the director of Slumdog Millionaire. No, you yeah. think the director of Train Spotting. That's what you think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's this is the kind of thing we're talking about. Well, Stuart, nice job, Dan. Yes. Please remember that sometimes the same word can appear in multiple <laughs> movie titles,
1: uh-huh. and they aren't yeah, always in the mar- same multiple. Title. <laughs> forms.
0: Yes. They, they also million, millionaire, millionaire. Million dollar. <laughs> They mean the same thing. Have, you know, but. they
1: share a root. But, uh, yeah, I apologize. It's interesting
0: you say that because here's our first musical break. Ladies and gentlemen, it's The Roots. <laughs> uh, Thank you, The Roots. Wow. And we're a, back. Yeah. <laughs> so, this next cat. movie, this next movie, this is a romance starring Juliet Binoche and Kristen Scott Thomas.
1: Uh, is this the English Patient?
0: That's right. It's the English Patient, okay. which won in 1996. Beating Phew. Fargo. Now, if you were to ask me, what is the more <laughs> iconic of the two films? I might say Fargo. I might not say the English Patient. Again, not yeah. a bad movie. Not, but a movie that I know I saw in the theaters, and all I remember is that a plane crashes at one point.
2: Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say something like, "Oh, it's Fargo, eh?" or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Oh, don't you know? Yeah, wouldn't <laughs> I mean, you say would say, like
0: wouldn't that? I, why would I? When, what situation would I say that? <laughs> like, I don't uh, know if, if you're auditioning out for a DVD rolling. Yeah, fargo. yeah, exactly.
2: You're going to your local fucking video store or <laughs> gas station. <laughs> I don't know what you have access to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so and like I would, what, rent the your, movie?
2: Yes. You go up to your fucking red box and you start <laughs> slapping it and talking in fucking Wisconsin
1: voice.
0: In Fargees. Okay, well,
1: sure. Also, Ali, I mean, Ali doesn't even go, like, his local gas station doesn't even rent videos. He just has to buy those, like, three movie collections that they always have in gas three stations. Three packs. Yeah. So yeah. What yeah. pairs
2: <laughs> best with minute work? <laughs>
1: he's, yeah, he's got Fargo's on the same disc as minute work and also, I don't know, Fled, Say, yeah. what is on there. I
0: wanted, ma- I wanted the Manchurian candidate. I guess I also have to take chill factor in both, in both for a night of thrillers. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Nick of time. Is oh interesting. In okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, those are uh, that's that's one of the maybe one of the greatest inventions man ever had was those random packs of movies where they're like, make it an action night. The, the Great Escape, <laughs> Condor Man, uh, Tango and Cash, and let's not forget. Chain reaction. You know. Oh, this
2: this Chain horror
0: route.
1: night has two of the Hellraiser movies on it, <laughs> and for some reason, Wes Craven's Shocker is also on there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are doing great. You're two for two, kind of. I'm going to give you one and a half since Dan okay. answered incorrectly Sorry. for the first one. I'm going to give you one and a half points. There are okay. points, it turns out. Okay, yeah. this next one. Okay, this is going to get a little harder. Now, one of the rules I made for myself is I wouldn't just use very old movies Mm. because that felt like it was a little unfair to me. There's certainly Uh a number of movies from the 30s that I can't expect you to remember. But that's what this one is. This is a Western starring Richard Dix and Irene Dunn. Richard Dix and Irene Dunn in a Western.
1: And Irene Dunn. Funny yes. name. Dixon and Dunn. The, Dixon, the classic yeah. pairing. <laughs>
0: the classic duo of Dix and Dunn. <laughs> yep. Dunn and Dix. They they broke up because she wanted it to be Dunn and Dix. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what is it's Dixon, Dunn, and Dixon Dunn is a third person. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um Sorry. So there are other clues that we can get at various. Times. Are you okay, so you don't so you
0: can't name this you can't name this best picture winning western starring Richard Dix and Irene Dunn. I'll remind you this is one of the less than a hundred greatest movies ever made in Hollywood according to the Academy Awards.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, is there any, do
0: you have anything
2: else that can give us? Do you have any I other painter or Yeah. I think this is yeah.
0: going to help you. One best picture in 1931, and it was directed by Wesley Ruggles. Oh
2: wow! Of, yeah, you're a big Red you're a Ruggles Cap. fan.
0: <laughs> it's not it's a different Ruggles than the one of Red Cap, although that is also a Western. But that's a Western comedy. This is a Western drama. This is a historical pageant. This movie. You what might a say.
1: magical world we live in that has multiple Ruggles in it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and some Wiggles, <laughs> are, and let's not forget Ruffles, that, which have ridges.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I've, d-
2: I'm gonna say I have no fucking idea.
0: Okay, yeah, Dan, do you have any know. do you have any fucking idea? I still okay, have no how fucking... about this? This does not ne- you've officially lost. This is this is a bonus is just you get it. Bonus, okay. This is just oh, no. it. bonus, okay. I, the, the, just the to title of the better. movie the title of the movie can be found in this box office animated bomb, Spirit of the Blank.
1: Beehive. Uh,
0: it's a it's an animated movie about a horse.
1: Oh, Spirit Stallion, Stallion of the, of the Cimarron?
0: Cimarron? Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. It was St- that was a Stallion of the Cimarron. I it. apologize. It's Cimarron. Yes, Cimarron, the epic tale of the birth oh. of the state of Oklahoma, which won Best Picture in 1931. So, again. It's crazy because, Dan, you, wa-
2: you, you watch that movie all the time. I see it on your letterbox.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're talking just to has
2: a man. That little, like It has that little arrow thing that shows that you watched it a second time. <laughs> I'm a man
1: in my, my 40s who can't spell cinnamon let it alone Cimarron.
0: So <laughs> Yeah, that's true. So you, did you actually see a movie called Cinnamon and you accidentally wrote <laughs> yeah, Cimarron? <that's> right. <laughs>
1: and then I watched the Cimarillion. Is that how yeah. it's oh, said? Wow. I don't know. Yeah, Cinarworld. sure. Why not?
0: Yeah. Did they make a movie of that? Of course they <laughs> not did. Yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Someday. 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 Okay. We have one more question before it's time for us to take a uh, short commercial break. Mm-hmm. This one, this one, I bet you're going to get this one. Yeah. This is a circus movie starring Charlton Heston and Betty Hutton. <laughs>
1: Is this the greatest show on earth?
0: It is the greatest show on earth as okay. seen in the Fablemans. Hey, no I just fair, Steven that. Spielberg. No fair trying to win a best picture by putting another best picture movie right inside your movie. Uh, uh, uh have Stevie. you se- Have you seen uh, this uh, Elliot? Uh, 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 oh. Dan, I'm not done. Oh, oh you're uh, doing uh, your- Stevie. uh uh uh. I see
1: what you're doing. Yes, um, Dan? Here's a well, here's a question. That is uh, generally pointed to. The Fablemans, to,
0: more like the Cheetermans. Yes, Sam?
1: That is pointed to as uh, one of the worst Best Picture winners. But the part that I saw in the Fablemans looked pretty cool. <laughs>
0: what, well, was a train crash? Yeah, well, yes. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> crashing into a car. Have you seen this movie? What, what's your feeling about this film? I have
0: you- not seen it since I was a teenager. Mm. I remember being underwhelmed. I think I would like it more. But it is certainly not a, uh, it's ambitious in terms of scope. It's a mm-hmm. big adventure, but certainly when it won Best Picture in 1952, it was really more of a thank you, Cecil B. DeMille, for being you know now. one of our great showmen. It was not. Mm-hmm. It was not a, considering it, it that year. It beat The Quiet Man and High Noon. I would say The Greatest Show on Earth was not the best picture of that year, since again High Noon, an iconic western, not my favorite western, but an iconic western, and The Quiet Man. Wait a minute, is in E.T. directed by Steven Spielberg? <laughs> Steven Spielberg, why are you stealing so many movies? Yeah. What are you doing,
1: uh, Ellie? You said it was a big you said adventure. It's not your- but is it an awfully big adventure? An awfully big adventure? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't the, know what that's you're getting another at movie it. title.
0: Oh, is and,
1: it? Yeah, oh. <laughs> you just put me in the place of remembering movie titles. So and which one is the awfully uh, big adventure? I think, I think maybe Hugh Grant is in it. I'll look it up while you <laughs>
2: okay. uh, do other more important I mean it things. certainly
0: was not an excellent adventure like our friend no. our friends William and Theodore had yeah huh
2: So you you said that uh, High Noon isn't your favorite western your favorite western is still uh, How the West Was Fun starring the Olsen twins <laughs> right
0: <laughs> You got it because finally the west is fun yeah. I've been waiting all these years for the west to be fun for the is the main... Martin Martin Mull's in that one too <laughs> He's probably <laughs> there's some if not Martin Mull then some other classic comedy star who is Needs a paycheck. I just for wanna, the record, my <laughs> real favorite Western is The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Yes, Dan, that's, a, say, that's a good
1: one. Uh, sec, I number, to say, two,
0: number two, The Gunfighter. Anyway, you're saying
1: that's also great. Uh, a movie that I saw, you know, Elliot yeah, style. Yeah, it's got good
0: taste in Western style maybe.
1: The Gunfighter movie I saw Elliot style, and I'm just like, oh, Turn Classic Movies has several uh, stars in its star rating of this film. I'll record it. <laughs> mm-hmm, and then I, I enjoyed uh, it very much.
2: Watching uh, a uh, movie Elliot say, style involves wearing like a little outfit and eating a big bag of red vines or something, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm I hate red
0: vines. Dan, you need to put <laughs> salt
2: all over yourself.
1: Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say, number one, I was so glad that I went back in time uh, in the episode to do that awfully big adventure joke, uh, <laughs> referring to something that Elliot had said like at least a minute earlier by that point uh, because yeah. of the huge reaction it got. And not only that, cutting off Stuart, you know, who who's, <laughs> <laughs> whose road was a lot more fruitful than mine, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta follow your muse, but I just want to say that an awfully big adventure does star Hugh Grant and
0: oh, thank goodness, Alan Rickman. Okay, and Mike Newell directed it. Yeah, the man who was bitten by a radioactive Rick.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there you (laughs) go. Do you think
0: if Alan Alan Rickman and Alan Ruck shook hands, they would explode? (laughs) Yep, they'd become uh, Ruckman and They'd, Ruck they, yeah. man
2: they'd become together. Alan Ruckman. Yeah.
0: Oh. And they, and they, <laughs> wait, is isn't rich. that what they call Mega like Man a, in Japan? It's like a
2: Gundam. Yeah, that's what they do call <laughs> Mega Man in Japan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we've been having a lot of fun tonight at the mm-hmm. 73rd Flop House Mini, and we'll return with more fun after these messages.
2: They can be anywhere. At your office, in your car. And they are wrong. My mom says that the gray house didn't exist,
0: but she's wrong. He just doesn't wrong. Someone in your life is wrong about something. Something small, something weird, something vitally important.
2: Only one person has the courage to tell them just how wrong they are. You know what you did was wrong, (laughs) but your daughter is a liar who eats garbage. (laughs) They call me Judge John Hodgman. Listen to me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. If someone in your life is doing you wrong, don't just take it. Take it to court. Submit your case at MaximumFun.org JJHO.
1: Hi, I'm Alex Schmidt. And I'm Katie Golden. And we make Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, a podcast about why seemingly ordinary stuff is actually the title of the podcast.
0: Using tons of research, we take a joyful look at history and science and stories and jokes about the ordinary stuff in your life because that's what makes those things amazing. Also, jokes. So get excited about paperclips.
1: Get thrilled about pigeons.
0: Get
2: all psyched up and running around the room
0: about the imperial system of weights and measurements.
1: For real, there's whole episodes about that stuff. Hear them anytime and hear new episodes Mondays at MaximumFun.org.
2: Hey, you're looking at me and you're probably thinking, hey, that guy's a cat boy. And you'd be right because I am a cat boy. (laughs) I love my kitty cats and I love getting them fed. The thing is when I feed them and I like to feed them wet cat food, partly because of teeth issues, uh, I always have to feed them pate. And I got to say that term is charitable at best that's why i uh switched to small's cat food that's right small's cat food is protein packed recipes made with preservative free ingredients you'd find in your fridge and it's delivered right to your door small's was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends now you can be one of their friends a few shortly years later, they've served millions of meals to hungry kitties all around the world. You know, your cat needs fresh, protein-packed meals to be at their best. You know, you want their coat to be shiny, you want their breath to smell good, and that's you what know, Smalls will provide. Stuart, so you know about you
1: know packing protein into your meals, and it's made I'm your all breath
0: about packing protein shiny
1: and <laughs> your hair. My coat <laughs> is <smelled> luxurious. <laughs> wait, if his
0: hair, wait, his hair and his coat are two different things, yeah. Dan.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: my
0: pelt. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my cats
2: like Smalls. They, as soon as the box arrives, they start clawing at that cardboard. That's partly because they love clawing cardboard, and partly because they <laughs> like the delicious smells contained within. They, the smells they can of smell, Smalls. Because it's not
0: like they can read the Smalls brand logo on the side of the box. That's the can thing.
2: They, I don't think they can read. But if
0: they can. I
2: feel like that's a bigger story than the Smalls head. <laughs>
0: that's a, Yeah, I mean, s- s- step aside, Mrs. Frisbee. Yeah. There's some cats of Nim.
2: <laughs> oh, my favorite <laughs> movie of all time. Okay, so
0: uh,
2: higher quality ingredients mean a healthier and happier life for your kitty. So head to <laughs> smalls.com slash flop and use promo code flop at checkout for 50% off your first order. Plus free shipping. That's right. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use our code, and our code is FLOP for 50% off that first order. One last time, I don't want anyone to get this shit twisted. That's promo code FLOP for 50% (laughs) off your first order plus
0: free shipping. We've also got a Jumbotron message. That's right. It's a Jumbotron. I was going to have to hit him. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I almost got stuck in a loop. Yeah. Uh, do you love trying to predict what TV show will win best drama at the Emmys or what movie walks away with the best picture Oscar? Then you'll love AwardTheory.com. AwardTheory.com allows you to place predictions on who will win movie or TV show awards. You can set up groups to compete against friends. Or compare your predictions on a global leaderboard and see how you measure up. It's fast, simple, fun, and free. Visit AwardTheory.com, make your predictions, and invite your friends. AwardTheory.com. Great ads, everybody. And Boom. we now return Bango. to the 73rd flop house Mini. Okay, we're back, guys, and we're ready for more questions. I think you're, you've been doing great. I think you're actually going to guess a lot of these. I think maybe these movies are less forgettable than I thought they were.
2: You know, having, uh, having had a really solid therapy session earlier today, this is just the kind of affirmation I need today, Elliot, is you telling me how good I'm doing at your game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why well, I'm so glad we could be here because it's time for the next question. Can you name this comedy drama starring Jean Dujardin? <laughs> Dan?
1: Okay. Um, mm. so this is a best picture. This is a best picture. Yeah, it's the
0: artist, dude. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. how he tossed to Dan and then didn't let him think his way through it. That's right, it's The Artist Best Picture for 2011, directed by Michelle Hazanabisis.
1: Now, now where
0: where Uh, were you the last time? I'm loving this game. Yeah, because, yeah, Stuart, you're dominating. Now, uh, where were you the last time you thought about the movie The Artist?
2: Uh,.
0: I don't know where I
1: was, but I do remember that the thought was, um, oh, yeah, the artist won Best Picture. <laughs>
0: I feel like the artist is for me the definition of this kind of movie where I'm always like, oh, yeah, the, I'll see it listed somewhere suddenly in Best Picture. I'm like, oh, yeah, the artist. I remember that movie. That was my – I wish I I you know what? This is what I should have done. I should have said comedy drama co-starring John Goodman and seen what you guys came up wow, with. Wow, yeah, that would uh <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: No. <aragnophobia. laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, that's The Artist. Okay, let's move on. Guys, this is going to be a little harder because it's a 30s movie. Okay, this is a biographical film starring Paul Muni.
1: Oh, is this uh, I Am a Fugitive from a Chain Gang? Oh,
0: that's a good guess. That was nominated for Best Picture in a different year, but Uh. it lost. So this is a different movie with Paul Muni. That was also a biographical film. This is a biographical film starring Paul Muni. Would you like another—
1: Hint. Yeah, give another hint. Unless
0: it it Stuart suddenly in, knows
1: a lot about
0: 1930s <laughs> Stuart, movies. what Paul Muni movies? Can you name a Paul Muni movie? Uh uh I thought you were going to give me another hint. <laughs> okay, well, here's the hint. It won Best Picture in 1937. It was directed by William Dieterle.
2: Mm. And it's uh, a biographical picture, you say. It's a biographical film starring mm-hmm. Paul Muni. Not can, the mass
0: transit Muni, but in fact, the man, Paul Muni.
2: Did you, is can you it tell us? Dr. Detroit.
0: <laughs> it's not Dr. <laughs> Detroit. And you know what? That's not a terrible guess because Paul Muni also starred in the story of Louis Pasteur, in which he was a doctor. Mm-hmm. But this is not that movie. This can, is a different movie. Can than you tell
1: that. us what sort of person the? it is a biography of? What, what it manner? is a biography
0: of a French person.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: Very uh, famous French person. Uh
1: huh. And, um, a French,
0: a French writer, a very famous French writer.
1: Mm, is it? Is it about Voltaire?
0: Nope, it is not about Voltaire.
1: <laughs> uh, who, who are some French it's a, writers? It's about
0: a very famous French writer who took a stand against anti-Semitism in the French military.
1: Uh, well, that didn't help me. Does <laughs> it help you, <laughs> Stuart? <laughs>
0: uh, um, no, I'm just kind of waiting for this one to end. <laughs> that, so this is the about the so it's it's about the life of the author who wrote Jacques, Hughes, which I know you think of as the thing that French Columbo says <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually yeah a, or
2: a, or French Phoenix Wright, I feel like yes yeah, okay, that. yep,
0: uh,
1: wow, i mean i i I feel like I know a lot about literature and I have no idea who wrote Jacques. Hughes. I don't know that i this is a, a book that i.
0: Okay, so I'm going to give you another hint. I'm going to give you another Well, it's more of an essay than a book. Okay, I'm going to give you another hint. This is a famous – oh, yes, it was a book. Yeah. Uh, This is a – I think think of it as a – anyway, never mind. This was a famous French author who wrote Jacques Hughes, took a stand against anti-Semitism, and his last name is the same as the name of a movie about a stripper who goes on a wild adventure.
1: (laughs) Oh, what? A stripper who – Nomi Malone. Uh, no, this the who name. Goes on a wild of, uh, adventure. It's
0: the, it, one of the first movies ever based on a Twitter thread. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: right! Oh right! Uh, oh, Emile Zola. Yep. The, okay. The life of Emile Zola.
0: Yeah. Right. The life of Emile Zola. We finally got, we there. got there. We finally got there. Just for your for your knowledge, that movie beat The Awful Truth for best picture. Honestly, one of the greatest I like of it. All screwball comedies.
1: I like this game more than more. T- hands were allowed i think that yeah the- that's
0: of course you would of course the bowling's the more fun of- if you just fill the fucking
2: <laughs> alleys with uh, like pillows or some shit. with yeah. cement
0: if you just fill the gutters with cement <laughs> and the ball can be guided by remote control. you know what you just walk along next to it
2: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: it's making me wish that i had done more old movies now that i think about it maybe uh, maybe uh if you guys want to stop for like 15 or 20 minutes we'll <laughs> come back oh, actually oh i'm sorry before we go to the next question, we are being interrupted by a special tribute. That's right, here at the uh, here at the Flophouse Mini, we have a special tribute that we are going to be uh, going oh, to be wow. playing for you, uh, guys. You know, as I as I know, some of America's most unforgettable roles have been portrayed by that humblest of birds, mm-hmm. the chicken. And so we now <laughs> present a tribute to hens on film and those lovable performing poultry. Dan, oh, Stu, feel free to feel free to narrate the tribute for our listeners. I'm sure you won't fumble. All right. Well, right now there's it a cursor up. going it says,
1: over my, my movie, movie
2: too. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. I, my,
0: oh, 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 I love that
2: one, Lady Cluck from Robin Hood.
0: from Return to Oz. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey yeah. Hey, from hey from Moana.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Up.
0: Ginger chicken run. From, yeah. <laughs> so this is chicken number three from the Egg and I from 1947. <laughs> sure. And of course, one of Stewart's favorites. Rocketto it all. Rocketto The oh. Uh, questionable Panchito pistoles from the Three Cavalieros. <laughs> and of course, Chicken Little. Chicken. I know Daniel with that. Yeah, eponymous yeah. Chicken Little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all remember Running Chicken from <laughs> Rocky Two. Uh, and of course, Chicken Arrow from Hot <laughs> Shots Part Two. <II. laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> There's uh, Miss Prissy from the cartoon of Rice and Hen. Yeah. <laughs> And the artificial chicken from Eraserhead. From Eraserhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and up oh, the biggest big Camilla. Win. Camilla, yeah. Camilla, Wait, she
2: passed 19... away. The fucking <laughs> body on that one, right? She did 1976
0: to 2022. Dan, you forgot we lost Camilla the... <laughs> <laughs> last
1: year. Is that true? Is there like a a particular yes, Muppeteer? Dan, who... Yes, Dan. The puppet chicken died last
0: year. Yeah, the <laughs> puppet <don't> chicken. <laughs> yeah, Dan. <laughs> Maybe a, that's why. There was a that's particular why Donald's been wearing all black did, in all his public appearances Camilla. in the past year.
1: You know, one of my most popular tweets was just pointing out about how, like, you know, Kermit and Piggy get all the press. But meanwhile, Gonzo has quietly been dating the same chicken... For decades. For de- since
0: 1976 They've had a great relationship. I mean until she passed. But he was at her side <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Surrounded by loved ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh,
0: so uh, Dan, Dan reminds me I will put my chicken and film tribute up on Twitter I guess. And I'll, yeah. I'll send it to him. He can put it on the website. <laughs> uh, the Flophouse website. Okay. Thanks everybody for that. Humble tribute. I appreciate that you didn't <laughs> applaud during it. It's unfair mm-hmm. to applaud for some of the chickens because others won't get as much applause. That artificial chicken from Racerhead, you knew it was going to get thunderous applause, which is just yeah. not fair <laughs> to chicken number three from The Egg and I from 1947, I believe it was. Okay, so here's our next question. We're back to the game. Okay, this next movie is a drama starring Diana Winyard and Clive Brooke. And if you know this movie, I will... I don't know. Diane, I don't know what I could possibly to do to drama. express can you, give us, can you give us like a decade? Is this from the 1930s? From, oh,
1: good. Uh, a drama from...
0: Mm. <sniffs> Starring Diana Wineyard, Winyard, and Clive Brook. I'm going to give you another hint. So it won Best Picture in 1933. It was directed by Frank Lloyd. Not Frank mm. Lloyd Wright and not his evil twin, Frank Lloyd Wrong. Is mm-hmm. medium twin, Frank Lloyd, <laughs> uh, <laughs> unaligned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, neutral. Frank Lloyd, Frank Lloyd. Frank Lloyd. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I imagining chaotic Frank Lloyd. Frank Lloyd, there's falling water all over this house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the water's supposed to fall under the house, not over it. Yeah. Um, and Frank the- Lloyd Wright, this Guggenheim is supposed to go. Wait a minute, the Frank Lloyd Wright version is the is the weird version of the Guggenheim. Wow. This Frank Lloyd Wrong version is actually stable.
2: Yeah, it's a
1: normal building. We sent the wrong one back to the other dimension.
0: <laughs> and and yeah. Frank Lloyd Wright is like, shoot him. He's the clone. Mm-hmm.
1: us uh, both Spock.
0: Um. Okay, so here's another hint. This is a movie, it's the story of a family from eighteen ninety nine to nineteen thirty three, <laughs> and it's based on a play by Noel Coward. I'm sure you know what it is now. A this is the best picture.
1: By Noel Coward.
0: This is the best picture in nineteen
1: thirty three. Wait, is that no? Uh it's I, not
0: any Noel Coward film play you remember. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I Is don't, it? Uh, I
0: don't know. Our
2: town. Uh, Tuck Everlasting. No, no that's not. play. neither of those. Neither
0: of those. But keep naming titles, and you'll eventually get to it. Uh, Bridge to <laughs> No, now you're just naming YA novels. Uh, I don't
2: know. My father, the hero.
1: <laughs> like the no, only, that one best
2: picture a later year. The only
1: thing <laughs> I can think of that Noel Coward wrote right now is Blood Spirit, and I know it's not that. So no,
0: that was that was the that was his when he co- collaborated with Cormac McCarthy, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: blood <laughs> oh, write...
0: spirit is. <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah, Blood
2: Spirit, Stallion of <laughs> the Cimarron.
0: I thought we might write something a little twisted. Oh. <laughs> That's what he said.
2: And Cormac is all about that shit.
0: Okay, guys. This movie, uh, so it beat 42nd Street and I Am a Fugitive from a Chain Gang. Mm. And also The Private Life of Henry VIII, which is another great, not as well-remembered movie, but it's a great uh, Loughton performance, uh, Charles Loughton performance. This movie is called Cavalcade. Cavalcade, yeah, I would the best movie of 1932 slash 1933. That's how mm-hmm. they did the years back then. Guys, there have only been so many Academy Awards, and this is, this is one of the best, okay? So... Yeah. Right there. It's one of the best movies ever made. You should know it should be very memorable. It's Cavalcade. More Cade. top okay. movies. Here's another one. Okay, what about this? It's a drama starring Morgan Freeman.
1: Uh-huh. One uh, best picture. Is this Driving Miss Daisy?
0: You're right. It's driving Miss Daisy. There you go. I, I actually left out Miss Daisy's name because I wanted to. I wanted yeah. to say Shawshank Redemption or something. But you were too. But you were too smart for me. And you knew it was Driving mm-hmm. Miss Daisy, starring Morgan Freeman and Jessica Tandy, and in a rare dramatic role, <laughs> Ghostbuster himself, Daniel Aykroyd, uh, uh, won Best Picture in
1: 1989. A movie that one would think would be wild if it were made today, but then Green Book happened. So yeah.
2: Who knows? Oh, uh, Dan Aykroyd was in that. He had a cameo in that scene where he drives Miss Daisy into Vulcanvania.
0: <laughs> he drives Miss Daisy into Vulcanvania and, and Judge, what's his name, shows up. Judge, uh, what was his name? I don't Hulk? remember. I don't remember. Uh, the one with the sausage penis for his nose. Anyway, uh, directed by Bruce Beresford, who also directed Breaker Morant, a movie I'm going to mention in the next full-length episode of the Flop House, so that's a little wow. Uh, a real put that teaser. in the cinema movie connections yeah. IMDb <laughs> listing yeah, or put something. It in
1: trivia for this episode.
0: Okay, guys, here's another one. Okay, the next one. This is a drama starring mm-hmm. Russell Crowe mm-hmm. that won Best Picture.
1: Beautiful Mind. Uh, well, there's a few of them.
0: Oh, but Stuart got it right away. It was a Beautiful Mind. Nailed yeah. it, Dan. Were you thinking of Gladiator?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that still counts. The previous
0: year's best picture. Yeah. Because Russell Crowe starred in two best picture winning movies in a row, something I don't think any other actor has ever done before. And those two movies are fine.
1: Yeah, and yeah, speaking I mean, of, of Mind, connections with our next episode. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> true, bigger so our next is, is also Russell Crowe.
0: So, uh, A Beautiful Mind, In a, a best movie, movie that picture I, winner.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the one of that course. we did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, looking back now 20, 20 years later, what are your feelings about Gladiator and A Beautiful Mind?
1: Uh, I, I got to admit, I I didn't actually like Gladiator that much at the t- time. I, I mean, I thought Me it was neither. fine. I thought it was fine but it was like a very standard sort of revenge action story with yeah. some cool visuals but they also look kind of cheesy like of the time uh, and
0: a beautiful look at the time mind when he, goes snowboarding, when he he goes he takes that roman shield and he just snowboards on it yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty cheesy yeah. pretty cheesy of the time yeah well
2: it was and there was a time when like action sequences were uh the action sequences in that movie are so like hard to follow and the camera is like covered in mud and like mm. it feels like it's smeared in vaseline kicked around a hill
0: well, a- <laughs> unfortunately there unfortunately <laughs> there were no other good action movies that year it it merely beat crouching tiger hidden dragon for best picture that year
2: <laughs> wow so
0: a movie whose action sequences I know we never think about. What and, did What did uh, it, well,
2: Beautiful <laughs> What did Beautiful Mind beat out? Like oh, you're going to Monsters
0: Ball and a Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. So it it beat out Gosford Park, In the Bedroom, Moulin Rouge, and yes, Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. Stuart, that's, you would have yeah. to fucking wait crazy. A, you'd have to wait two more years for a Lord of the Rings movie I to think, win Best Picture.
1: I can't remember all of them, but I think that I would have been happier with any of those winning over a Beautiful Mind. Yeah,
2: I didn't, mean a beautiful mind. Two towers uh, lose to fucking Chicago the next year. It did, it did yeah. lose to
0: Chicago the next year. Yes. Uh here's the so it, this is the thing about uh I mean the fact that uh the the in the next year also like a Roman Polanski movie was what was nominated for Best Picture. It was a mm. different time. It was a different time back then. Mm-hmm. But uh so here's the thing about uh, a beautiful mind. I don't think it's a bad movie. I merely find it a morally offensive no, movie I agree. because of the way it <laughs> treats mental illness.
1: Yeah, that you can just decide one day, like you know what, I'm not going to see my imaginary friend Paul <laughs> Bettany anymore. Who, by the way, is my favorite part of Beautiful Mind. It,
0: you know what? I'm tired of being a person with mental illness. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> yeah. And it is. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, why don't think about that? that
2: is the best part. If you're gonna make a movie with those two dudes. Oceans better be
0: fucking battlefields. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And you'll be unhappy to know, Stuart, that that also lost Best Picture, although to The Return of the King. Yeah. Which is fair. It's yeah, fair. I mean, if, it's tough. T- that's stiff.
2: Stiff competition let's say, right there. Stuart,
0: it's 2003. You're an Academy Award voter. You can choose between Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, or Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Which do you choose? Yeah. Uh-huh. Pop that's, quiz hot Uh shot.
2: Yeah. That's Stuart, Stuart slowly reaches for, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the reforged shards of Narsil to uh, skewer himself with.
0: Yeah, because it's too hard a decision. And, but then, when you're doing that, your blood accidentally spatters on the ballot and marks off Sea Biscuit as your win. Oh no! And so, dance that's why you don't do movie? something with it. <laughs> well, it would dance Dan's favorite me? horse. Sea Biscuit. <laughs> yep, hey, I'm Seabiscuit the world's Americans. most popular horse. Did Sea Did you remember you were nominated for Best Picture? I was. 2003? That seems weird. <laughs> <laughs> no one remembers much about that. Well, don't, don't worry. You didn't you didn't win. So don't Gotta worry go. about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. He's I gone did. again. He's so, he's fast. so fast. He's a horse. He the thing he's so, is. <laughs> yeah, you can't catch him. Can't catch that horse. Uh, so we have one last question for you since this was the 10 most forgettable. Although you've proven me wrong. You guys have remembered yeah, all almost all it. of these movies. All the ones that you were alive to see, <laughs> you pretty much remembered. Uh, this one. Okay. This is a romance starring Robert Redford and Meryl Streep. Uh, This
1: is out of Africa.
0: That's right, it's Out of Africa, directed by Cindy Pollack, which won Best Picture in 1985. Here's a question, guys. Have you seen Out of Africa? I have
1: not seen Out of Africa. I I have also never
0: seen Out of Africa. I've seen the
2: VHS (laughs) box. I've (laughs) never
0: seen Out of (laughs) Africa, and I'm willing to bet it is not a real movie and that we have elaborately been gaslit to believe there was a movie called Out (laughs) of Africa. Yeah, like
2: if I go and pick up the box, I open it, and it's just (laughs) full of fucking spiders, and I'm like, what? There's no VHS tape? Exactly. I
1: know that not to be true because I did not see Out of Africa, but I do have memories of being in the room briefly when my parents were watching out of Africa and thinking this is boring and going and doing something else.
0: Dan, you... Okay, I just – you could have told us what the movie was about or what was so good about it because I've never seen it. And as far as I know, nobody I've ever met has ever seen it because they've never mentioned it to me, ever. It's never been mentioned to me. Yeah, I think there was uh, a
1: lion or something. I mean, like that was – that's the thing. If no, I was if bored got, during
0: lions – I mean, it's, if it's got Africa I mean, in the title and you guess there's a lion in it, that's not that – I'm not giving you points for, yeah, that, right. <laughs> for getting that one. Fair if it's enough. True.
2: That's the thing. When I go to my gym – there's always one TV that's playing FX, and if I know one thing about FX, it's that they got the movies. And you know what movie I never <laughs> see on that shit? Out of Africa. Never. <laughs> I guess
0: you, never ever. That's a scientific proof. I see
2: proof. Wanted all the time. <laughs> yeah. And and our, the most
1: and I, in existence movie that
2: there is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, according to FX, <laughs> sure.
2: I see Wanted. I see Deadpool.
0: And neither of them won Best Picture. So what's going on here, guys? Yeah. Well it's crazy. As we've seen, winning Best Picture doesn't make your movie immediately immortal, and losing Best Picture or not even being nominated doesn't mean your movie stinks. So I think we've learned a little something about movies, and that we shouldn't just judge them by awards, but by the content of their characters and whether they're on <laughs> FX, since FX has the movies, <laughs> similar to how RB has the meme. If RB doesn't have it, it's not me. You know
1: what I mean? Like, and I bet that you know every once in a while they got to get together and have a barter situation cuz Arby's needs some entertainment every once in a while yeah, you know. and and uh, and the other one needs to eat
0: FX, FX? you already forgot yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> other know. one
2: you know they're, Yeah the one they're with two letters I mean they both have two <laughs> letters
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, Arby's isn't, doesn't. It's just RB, bitch. Dinner and a movie. <laughs> they get together for business. dinner and a movie. Dinner and a movie. Meet in a movie. <laughs> RB just yeah. Hang Arby Jenny FX. Yeah. <laughs> they're
1: like, you can have any of these meats. It's like, all right, I'll take that meat. And there's like, all right, here's Shrek in return for that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So well, then you got to figure out how what movie equals how much meat and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, sure. so how did, money
1: started. Did you know, we
0: got to standardize. Picture. Shrek did not win. I think, and it didn't win best animated feature. I don't believe. Which was mm. a. Uh, which, uh, let's take a look. Let's take mm. a look. Okay, maybe it did. Okay, it is. Da, 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 I'm looking it up right now. Uh, let's go to. Let's see. Because uh, it's we're talking about Shrek now. It was. Mm-hmm. It was not oh it did win for best animated feature. No I'm sorry. Fucking it, shit did it did win for best animation. Feature. I'm sorry, I should have remembered that Shrek uh, oh it won the inaugural Best Animated <laughs> yes, Feature Awards. I've, I've for heard, the a, I've heard a rumor of human they, art. I heard a rumor
2: that they made up the best animated feature category just to prevent shrek
0: from winning best picture that was probably it because it was shrek versus a beautiful mind and we know <laughs> oh, we, we know it would have won in that one yeah and then we would shrek have had to was gonna roll a
1: beautiful mind. <laughs> because, there's,
0: because there's because they basically have the same the same moral which is that you shouldn't judge the outside by the mm. you judge it by the beautiful mind on the inside whether it's an ogre or a mathematician shrek of course followed up the next year by uh, the winner spirited away same level as Shrek. Away. <laughs> yeah. They're Just both as Academy good Award winners as Shrek. for best anime. And Spirited <laughs> Away, what Academy. movie did it and what nominee did it defeat for that award? Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. <laughs> wow. A little piece of Oscar's history. Yeah. Well, Can you imagine we, how
2: many cigarettes Miyazaki would smoke while watching <laughs> Shrek?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are so many other uh be- forgettable best pictures I'd love to talk about the Broadway melody Around the World in 80 Days Tom Jones gosh now that I'm really here ugh, I'm getting so flustered there's just so many movies to mention uh, uh, Chicago I have to mention Chicago and, and the King's Speech of course qu- oh no they're playing me off okay well I guess I know that's my time I won't go to get too much busier alright I apologize look <laughs> I'm an elite Kalin and join me are my co-hosts
1: also not getting too much busier Dan McCoy
0: and Stuart Wellington okay we're part of the Max Fun Network I better say it quick oh the music's getting louder our producer and editor is Alex Smith. Hopefully he put some music in here. Find him online under the name Howell Doughty. And please consider leaving us a positive review wherever you download your podcast. Remember, we're doing a live show April 2nd in Brooklyn at the Bell House. Sunday, 730, April 2nd. Go to thebellhausny.com for tickets there. Okay, okay. All right, already. I get it. I'm done. Goodbye, everybody. Good night.